beautiful. Today's episode is an answer to a question that came in from a listener, and it's going to be a really hardcore subject we're going to discuss today. It's going to probably hit deep, so I want to give you a little bit of a trigger warning out of respect, Um, and I want to say that I'm answering this question that came in from a listener from a place of love. Um, I have been in your shoes. Uh, That's why the question came in, because she knew that I had traveled this road myself. And I want to answer it from complete honesty, heart to heart, from one betrayed woman to another, so that you can make the necessary decisions that you need to make for your own healing and for your own emotional health. So I want to give a little bit of a trigger warning on that today because the question is deep and the answer is probably going to be deeper. So stay tuned. Hey, beautiful. Welcome to Beauty Beyond Betrayal. Have you discovered your husband's been having an affair? Do you just want the pain to stop and be able to take a deep breath again? Do you find yourself up late at night Googling how to save your marriage, heal from an affair? Do you wake up with the hope that this nightmare would end only to feel crushed and humiliated because your husband acts like the affair was really your fault and now you're left obsessing with where he is and if he's seeing her again? Hey, I'm Lisa. I too was devastated when I discovered my husband was having an affair. I too felt the pain would never end and wished he would just stop the affair and we could restore our marriage. I wanted the weight of the trauma to be lifted so I could breathe again and be able to have someone, anyone help me climb out of the dark miry pit of despair so I could begin to heal and be confident in me again. But I kept telling myself, he won't stop seeing her. Must have been my fault and this pain, it'll never go away until I found hope and healing in Christ, along with simple techniques that helped me to learn how to recover from the betrayal. In this podcast, you'll discover what betrayal trauma really is, learn simple techniques to heal and recover, and get biblical guidance to help you make the right choices as you heal from the affair so you can be free from the heartbreak and the pain and rise in confidence once again to be the woman God created you to be. So beautiful, grab your favorite latte or a glass of wine, snuggle up on the couch and focus on yourself for a few minutes. Let's dive into what it really means to rise up from the ashes of betrayal and loss into a life that you really desire. Hi, Lisa. I have been listening to your podcast and they have been a wonderful help. My question today is how long can the infidelity bubble last in regards to the dopamine burst in the brain? My husband's been in love with another woman for two and a half years, but also tells me how much he is in love with me. And he has been vacillating back and forth between both of us. I know I'm the enabler. I am not setting boundaries. I have allowed this to happen. I'm at fault for that completely. My decisions have been based on fear and abandonment and loneliness. I try to be a good Christian woman, but I know that God is not pleased with me in that regards, and I've been struggling. But my question is, how long can that infidelity bubble last? Is he still getting those positive 
bursts of dopamine from her because he gets lots of positive re, uh, encouragement and love and adoration and everything else from me when we are together. Thanks so much. Beautiful. Thank you so much for your vulnerability and your question. Um, it takes a lot of courage to be able to ask some of the deep questions. And so I want to thank you for that because I'm sure that there are many listeners that are going through the same thing and are thinking the same thing, wondering about these things. So I'm grateful to you for sending that in and we're going to kind of dive into it. So the first thing that I really want to help you with is the understanding about the infidelity bubble. What is this thing? How long can it last? What does that mean, right? So I refer to it as the infidelity bubble. This altered universe that the one who is the betrayer is living in. They have a separate life, a secret deceptive life that they are living. This is where you don't know about it. It's apart from their norm. This is where they go to to escape life, to cope in a very unhealthy way, the things that they can't really cope with in a healthy way. They've chosen this modality to deal with things in their life. They have something deep within themselves that they're lacking. And so they have entered into infidelity and it becomes this encasing, this bubble that they live in. It's kind of like the metaverse, right? We hear that term a lot right now where it's a virtual reality. Now for them, it's not quite virtual. For some it can be. If it's pornography use, it's definitely virtual. But for those who are having a full-blown sexual affair, in-person affair, this is kind of like the metaverse. It's living in an altered universe that they've set up for themselves. They have two different lifestyles. And the question that came with that is how long can this thing last? I mean, they are receiving a dopamine hit every time they are with the person they are having an affair with. It creates this high in their chemical makeup. They are getting high endorphins. Their adrenals are kicking into gear and, you know, secreting all these chemicals. The, the serotonin and the dopamine, everything in their brain is on high and it mimics a cocaine rush. You know, there have been MRI studies that have been done that have shown how cocaine affects the brain. If you lay another brain beside it of someone who has been watching pornography or who is involved in an affair, it lights up the brain kind of the same way. So it's this rush of chemical release in the brain that is happening when they are with the affair person. So how long can this chemical reaction last? How long? Well, some, it can last a lifetime. And that's why I gave a trigger warning in the beginning of this episode, because that can be very difficult to hear. I work with clients five days a week and day in and day out, I hear stories of new consults and those that I currently work with where their spouse has actually chosen to move on and to move forward in a relationship with the person they were having the affair with. And that is heartbreaking for the one who's been betrayed because you are left with so many questions, so many things that you're wondering, what did I do wrong that you chose them over me? 
Well, beautiful understanding, it has nothing to do with that. It has nothing to do with you. It has everything to do with them. And I'm talking about your spouse at this point. It has nothing to do with the affair person. It has everything to do with your spouse and their um, immoral choices that they've made. So with that said, the period of time in which this, quote, in love feeling is happening during the affair can last anywhere from 6 to 18 months. That's usually the span of it, but it can go as long as three years. And then again, even for certain types of affairs, because they're very personal for everyone involved, it can go on for a lifetime. So those are hard answers, I know. For my husband, it was two and a half years. (laughs) And that was very difficult because he was stating he was still in love with me, that he loved me tremendously, he didn't want to lose me, yet at the same time was also declaring his love for another woman. And he went on to do this for two and a half years until that infidelity bubble actually bursts. Now, that bursting of that bubble can be a varied way for many different people. Um, Some, you know, it, it takes really being drugged through the mire, so to speak, Um, I know that when I was the betrayer at the age of 25, I had to be drugged through the mire. I had to live five years of a devastating, traumatic, very, um, I don't know even the word to describe it, but it was a horrific five years for me. And I had to live that in order for that bubble to burst for me. Some of us are (laughs) hard-headed, and I was one of them. My husband was the same way. It took two and a half years for that bubble to burst. And what caused his was when I finally filed for divorce. He was faced with the reality, the hardcore reality, of losing me permanently. Where he was told, you're getting ready to be served in the next 24 hours and we will be going to court thereafter, very shortly thereafter, And it's done. It's over. And it took that hardcore reality for him to be shaken out of that infidelity bubble so that he would finally make the right moral choices and do the hardcore work to find out why he actually crossed his moral boundaries in the first place, do the deep core work so that he could actually heal from that, and he could become the man that God created him to be. And yes, he has been doing that, still is doing that, and is that man today. But it took a lot of hardcore work. And so for those who are still in the infidelity bubble, it can last a while. But what in the world do you do about it, right? What do you do about it? Now, the second portion of your question, beautiful, was like you recognized you've kind of been enabling some things. Uh, You actually stated that, you know, you know about the affair. You know that he's kind of vacillating back and forth between you and her, but you've been holding on out of fear and fear of abandonment and fear of loss and loneliness. And so I want to 
encourage you that those are normal trauma responses and it's very normal to feel that way at first. We do everything to hold on to the relationship, to save the relationship at all costs. We don't want to be alone. We feel as though if the relationship ends, our world will end. And those are normal trauma responses. But I do want you to know as someone who has been there, who has walked in your shoes and has helped countless number of women and other, you know, and couples to walk through this, it's not the end of your story. And yes, you have survived up to this point, which means God is not done with you. I say that as a word of encouragement for you. God is not finished with you. And so first and foremost, there comes a point where you have to recognize your worth, your value in life. Beautiful, you are worth more than what is happening to you right now. You are worth being loved. You are worthy of being loyal to. You are worthy of someone giving their whole heart to you and not playing second fiddle to someone else. Now, this is reality. So stepping into the truth of who you are, your own worth of who Jesus says you are and who he's made you to be is the first step of being able to move forward in this. So finding your worth is crucial. And then deciding from that point why you are continuing to fight for someone who is not fighting for you. I know, right? That's hard. Believe me, I know it's hard, but it's a question that I had to ask myself when I was going through this. Why was I continually fighting for someone who was not fighting for me? And the reality, beautiful, is if he's continuing in an affair with another woman, then he's not fighting for you. He's continuing in his destructive patterns and he's not respecting you as his wife. And those are realities that you have to come face to face with so that you can make the best decision for yourself. Is it that you are going to choose to settle? Settle being second best. Settle being second to an affair person. Sharing your husband, so to speak. Or are you going to recognize that Jesus died on the cross for you and made you a priceless daughter of the King who is worthy of so much more in this life? Stand up for what you are worth and then say no more. I will no longer allow you to continue in the affair and have access to me. If you continue to have an affair, if you continue to give your love and affection to another, then you no longer have access to me. That is my healthy boundary and that is my safety. So I will not allow that any longer. And true to form, you stand up for yourself, you make the boundary and you stick to it. So the question then is, what if he walks away? What if he chooses for a time to do that? Beautiful, I understand that. I understand where you are because that's what happened to me. I had to make the hardcore decision to move out. I had to move out of my home. And it's not that I had to. I 
allowed myself to. I gave myself permission to choose me. And I moved out of my home into an apartment. That doesn't mean you have to move out. You could tell him to move out. But there was a physical separation that took place because I removed myself from the toxic behavior and the immoral behavior that he was living in. That's what I want you to hear loud and clear. If you are in a situation right now where your husband is continuing in an immoral, adulterous affair and you are living in that toxicity, it will take you down. It will cause you emotional despair and it will physically make you sick because you are actually staying in an environment that is contrary to God. It does not line up with God's word. It is an abomination to God. And so we should not allow that to be a part of our lives. So that's where we have to take a step back and we have to say, I can't allow that in my life anymore. I can't allow that to have access to me anymore. And while that's a difficult thing to do, we need to stand up for ourselves because we are worth it and Christ made us worth it. So the last thing I want to address is, can he actually be in love with you, the wife, and the affair person at the same time? That's one of the hardest things that we have to come face to face with. The short answer is yes, but let me explain. One of the hardest questions that we can ask ourselves when we find out that we have been cheated on, that our husband has had an affair or is still involved in an affair, can he actually cheat and still love me? Can he love me and actually love someone else at the same time? And it's a natural thing to assume and to feel that your husband must not love you if he's actually done this to you. It's only normal to feel that way. And yet, the real answer to this very significant question is, it is absolutely possible for your husband to love you, that he does love you, and he will continue to love you in the future. Infidelity does not mean that the love is gone, that his love for you never existed. The reality is that you can love someone and still cheat on them. That is the hardcore truth. In fact, it is, it is really proven that many affairs happen inside of relationships that are otherwise very happy. They don't have huge problems, right? There doesn't need to be some kind of an emotional lack or a sexual dysfunction inside of the relationship for your husband, for your partner to cheat on you. Now, I've worked with many, many couples where their partner has cheated. And yet it's very clear that they've awakened from the infidelity bubble. They have intense remorse. They've repented. And they have a great deal of love and care for their spouse. They've loved them all along. But how is it possible? How is it possible for us to actually love someone and yet cheat on them, right? Well, the human mind is very masterful in rationalizing just about anything. We can justify 
anything in our life. And that's how you're able to do it. The affair partner is able to do it because they justify it. They make it seem like it's okay by saying, oh, this is going on in my life. So I have the ability to do this. I have the ability to watch porn or have an affair, right? They justify it. Also, there's the component of temptation. Temptation is very powerful. Satan creates a very beautiful temptation when it comes to affairs or pornography. He twists the beautiful reality of what a sexual relationship between a man and a woman, a husband and a wife should be like, and he taints it taints it and takes it to a very dark level. But yet on the outside, he packages it very beautifully to make the temptation powerful. You know, it's normal. It's a normal human function to be attracted to others. That's how God built us. And we want and desire to connect with others emotionally and sexually. It's normal. It's how God created us. Marriage doesn't mean that you suddenly stop feeling those things for the rest of your life. It just means that you take it upon yourself not to pursue those things outside of your marriage. Now you pursue them inside of the boundary of marriage the way God intended it to be. But when an affair ensues, when you have an affair, sometimes you, the betrayed spouse realizes that their husband or their partner has fallen in love with the affair person, right? They have fallen in love with the other person and they're declaring their love for both of us at the same time and it doesn't make sense. Well, understand this. Love is a choice that you make. Love is not a feeling. Feelings follow the choice to love someone. Love is a verb. It's an action. It is a decision that you make to... Give your affection, give your attention, emotionally connect, physically connect, spiritually connect in every way, shape, and form with this person that you are in covenant with the rest of your life. That's how it's supposed to be in the confines of marriage. But when you choose to go out of that and have an affair and you now say and declare that you love the one you're having the affair with, you've done that by choice. The feelings that you feel when you start the affair are not love. They're actually lust. And the longer you engage that lust, the longer you engage that relationship, the more you emotionally connect to that person, the more choice you make to now step into love. And that's how it generally takes place. So what do you do with all of this? Well, I want to answer deeply the rest of the question that was brought to me at the beginning of this broadcast. If you're at a place where your husband is still actively involved with another woman, he's actively involved in an affair, then beautiful, it's time for you to make a hardcore decision. It's time for you to take a step back and recognize, number one, your worth, like we said earlier. Recognize what it is you desire in life because you deserve better. And then make the decision to do what's best for you. That might mean that you look at him and say, you either stop the affair or you have no access to me any longer. And beautiful, until you put up a boundary that says stop the affair, you are giving him the ability to stay in the affair. You're actually enabling him. And that is going to keep you stuck right where you are. 
And that will cause you to be sick physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually. In every way, it will tear your life apart. You have every right to stand up for yourself and to stand up for your relationship and say, God deemed it so that our relationship would be just between the two of us and God at the center. We do not allow outsiders in. And if you continue to allow that, then no longer are you a part of this relationship and no longer do I allow you to have access to me moving forward. That might be what it takes to finally burst the the dopamine rush and the infidelity bubble so that he can wake up. Now, I'm not saying it will 100% because everybody's their own individual person and sometimes it works and sometimes for others it doesn't. But how will you know until you take that stance? So beautiful, I'm praying for you and I'm praying that God gives you the wisdom that you need and the guidance to do what is right biblically and to do what is right for you. The courage to do it and the the confidence to know that God has your back and that God will see you through. So I pray that this blessed you and I thank you, beautiful, for writing in with this question. And I'm praying that this answer helped many of you today. Stay tuned for Friday's episode. I can't wait to be sharing some really great information with you then. Be blessed, beautiful. Thanks for stopping by today and spending a little while with me. I hope you enjoyed today's show and found hope, healing, and encouragement. Please remember to subscribe to my podcast and leave a review. You can even screenshot this episode and share it on IG or Facebook stories. This is how we get the message of hope and healing out to all women who are in the midst of betrayal and loss. If you're ready to move out of the devastation of betrayal and take the next step in your healing, make sure to reach out to me and schedule your breakthrough coaching call today. Until next time, love God, live your life passionately, and always choose joy in the midst of any circumstance that you may face. Cheers to you, beautiful.